0: I'm Lee Lonsberry. Grateful to you for tuning in today on this Friday. Uh, Looking forward to the weekend. I enjoy, of course, every day during the week where you and I get to spend a few hours together, 1230 to 3 o'clock each day. But you know what? uh, As a new dad, what the weekend means for me is I get to wake up, uh, cuddle up with my new little baby Piper, uh, spend the day with her. We get to go on walks. I uh, look forward to the weekends for all new reasons now uh, as I am a hashtag girl dad. It was my birthday of the day. In the mail, uh, my mom sent me a T-shirt uh, right across the chest. It says, Girl Dad. That's what I am now, and I wear that badge with plenty of honor. Uh, so that's uh, what I'm looking forward to. I'm sure you've got uh, plenty of exciting plans for this upcoming weekend. Before we get there, though, we do need to cover some ground. Today, we're going to be talking about this teacher walkout. The teachers in the Salt Lake City School District, uh, organized uh, under the Salt Lake Education Association. Uh, they've left the classroom now. Uh, And they are assembling at the Bennett Federal Building and will be shortly uh, marching up to Utah's Capitol Hill, where they intend to deliver some uh, messages to Utah's legislative leadership, uh, namely Speaker Brad Wilson, who uh, you and I have had a chance to speak to, and we're going to get to some of the comments uh, and thoughts shared with us by Speaker Wilson in just a moment. We also had a chance yesterday to speak to UEA President Heidi Matthews. I asked some pretty basic questions, and she gave us some some answers. I want to refresh your memory as we go uh, down that path and share that story again today. Uh, Also, we're going to be joined in studio in the next segment by a friend of mine. Uh, She's a teacher, a mathematics teacher over at East High School, and she has joined me here in studio. After our conversation, she's going to continue on up to Utah's Capitol Hill and uh, join her her voice uh, with those uh, speaking to Utah's uh, legislative leadership. Before we get to that, though, let me tell you some of the other things we're going to be covering today. As you well know, this coronavirus is no joke. Uh, there are certainly the very basic fears uh, that you and I may have that stem from the unknown. Uh, we are unsure uh, how rapidly it uh, can transmit. There is debate over uh, the mortality rate of this virus. Uh, I think the the leading experts are calling it uh, between 2 and 3%. Uh, that has led to about 2,700 deaths worldwide as a result of this coronavirus. We learned early yesterday that there is a, they call it a community transmission uh, out in California, Sacramento specifically, there is a woman who has tra- contracted the virus uh, who didn't travel to, uh, say, mainland uh, China or Japan. She wasn't on a cruise ship. She's not in Italy or Germany where we're seeing this spread. She contracted the virus here in the United States, and the CDC has said that that reality is inevitable. So a lot of the talk today is about what you and I can do uh, to safeguard ourselves in terms of health. There are other also there are also... Other considerations that you and I must think about, uh, and namely our investments, the stock market has taken a hit, you've seen the Dow set uh records for how quickly. It has fallen. We're going to go over some of those numbers, and later on in the program, we're going to speak to a good friend of mine, Shane Stewart, uh, with DMBA. He's a financial planner, and he is going to let us uh, or help us gather a better understanding of what this means for our money. If it is something we should be uh, afraid of right now, if uh, there are moves we need to make, or w- maybe we should just weather this storm and. Uh, wait for the the smart doctors to get it under control because all will at some day uh, be well. Uh, later on in the program, of course, we're going to talk about to Super Tuesday. Uh, intense coverage of the lead up to Super Tuesday here on this program. There was a new poll released by the Deseret News in conjunction uh, with the Hinckley Institute of Politics, and that uh, answers the question I've been asking for a good long time: How do Utahns feel about the Democratic presidential candidates who? in terms of the polling data, is leading that field. Well, we have the answers now. I'll give you a quick spoiler. Bernie Sanders is at the top of the list. But in the race just behind him, some fascinating things are happening. We'll be joined later on in studio by Boyd Matheson of Inside Sources, who will help us understand uh, this new uh, data. So uh, let's now turn back to the walkout. The teachers here in the Salt Lake City School District, they're not in the classroom right now. Uh, They are walking. They are walking uh, from their various schools over to the Bennett Federal Building, where they'll assemble the Wallace F. Federal Building. And they, from there, will march up State Street to the Capitol and host a rally. Very basically, they would like an increase in funding uh, to go towards the classrooms across uh, the district. There are various needs. They uh, assert demand demand. Increased funding. We're going to learn all about those as we talk to a friend of mine here in studio in the next segment. But yesterday, I had the chance to speak to uh, pretty much the two main players in this debate over spending in the schools and how to handle uh, Utah's revenues, and namely the surplus that we've seen here. Recently, I spoke first uh, to Speaker Wilson, and his reaction to this planned walkout today w- was interesting. Let me share it with you, and then I'll uh, get you a response from UEA President
1: Heidi Matthews. I think there's better ways to express your thoughts on education funding than not teaching kids. And uh, we will be up here uh, after school is done every day if people want to come up and chat about education funding and priorities. Um, And I'm uh, I'm sad, actually, that kids are going to be shortchanged tomorrow and not be taught. And uh, we could have easily met with uh, those educators after school.
0: Now, that is the view on one side of this. I asked on the other side, uh, president of the of UEA, Heidi Matthews, yesterday. Why do this in the middle of the day? I had already spoken with Speaker Wilson. I pointed out to the UEA president that the speaker said, you know, they're there well after the school day ends. Why do this in the middle of the day?
2: This is a day that has been in, in the works for quite some time where there was deliberate attention to uh, with, to work with the with the district in, in Salt Lake with the, our, the education association leaders to find uh, a solution to make sure that the students had the um, full day of, of instruction, that they have their um, breakfast and lunch and after school programs are, are, are all secured, and that teachers can take a stand for what they, what they know that the students need and be able to share that voice with their legislatures during the time that they are, are um, here in session.
0: I spoke uh, at length with Speaker Wilson, Speaker Brad Wilson, uh, leads Utah's House of Representatives. I asked uh, what his communication had been like in the past on uh, these issues and others uh, with teachers and educators across the state.
1: Our leadership team and our committee chairs are meeting with education stakeholders daily. Uh, I have a meeting in less than an hour with the State Office of Education and uh, meet with uh, different education groups daily. So it's it's something that we, we take very seriously.
0: And then lastly, uh, President Matthews of UEA, uh, explained to me as, as basically as possible what, they were, what they're doing today. This is what's happening today on this Day of Action amongst educators across the Salt Lake City School District as they make their way up to Utah's Capitol Hill.
2: Tomorrow is our, our Utah Education Association Day of Action on our Hill. You know, every Friday we bring a number of educators up um, to, to learn how to talk about education issues, tell their stories of how the policies impact their classrooms and, um, and, and meet one-on-one with their legislators and really raise their voices about what they know their students need.
0: Some of my best friends are teachers. My mother's a teacher. Uh, A cousin of mine is a teacher. I have an incredible affection for those who choose to engage in a career of education, who will put themselves in the classroom and shape the minds of those young people who will one day be our future leaders. I look back on my years growing up, and some of my favorite people have been my teachers. Uh, They did wonderful things for me. In fact, if I'm honest, I came from a real small school, so we knew everyone's business. We were very close. I think my graduating class had 52 people in it. And, uh, and so what that means is the community uh, where I was raised and the teachers uh, who taught me in school, we're all still to this day very close. In fact, I have uh, text message conversations with some of my teachers uh, as recently as uh, just last night. I am very fond of teachers. I am very uh, grateful for the sacrifices that they make. You know, they don't make too much. Uh, and I think that they ought to be making a little bit more. On the other hand, I also have some of my best friends are legislators. Uh, They work in government, Uh, and I, in the middle of this uh, debate, find myself in the middle. And so when I find myself in the middle on things like this, I often turn to my friends, to ask them uh, to sort it all out. In the next segment here on Live Mike, we're going to be speaking to a friend of mine. She's a teacher at East High School, a teacher of mathematics over there. She has come uh, and gracefully joined me in studio. She's going to answer some of my questions. Next up, explain to me what she and other educators from across the district are hoping to communicate to the leaders up on Utah's Capitol Hill. That's next up here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.